Hey there, welcome to the podcast, Live Epic, hosted by your friend, Daryl Budkin. I spent over 10 years in youth and community development work, from being a local youth president, working with my police youth club in my hometown, as well as on my community council advancing the cause of youth. I've lived through the highs and the lows of youth work, literally. I know what it is to lose a young person, and I know what it is to see them transformed by the effort that you put in as a youth worker. So on this podcast, we will cover a range of topics meant to assist you as you seek to develop the leadership potential of young people in your care. So if you're a parent, guardian, educator, social worker, child advocate, an HR professional, or you have any other interest in young people and in youth development, then this podcast is for you. Now, just to be clear, when we talk about young people, this podcast is going to focus on youth between the ages of 15 to 24. Let's dive in. What is vision? And what do we mean by uh, that question when someone asks, hey, what's your vision? So when someone asks you, you know, what's your vision? What's the vision of your organization? They're really trying to find out, okay, what is your vision statement? And generally, it's something that is future looking. Uh, uh, you don't look backward when you're talking about vision. It's a, a statement or a phrase that depicts, okay, this is where we are going. This is what we will achieve in the future. So it sort of pins you to a particular direction because you are looking forward, not backward. It doesn't matter how the situation exists right now. Your vision statement says, listen, in 10 years, this is where we are going to be. So let's look at some examples because I think it's important to look at the vision statements of other organizations, successful organizations as well, who um, could give us some inspiration, some you know guidance as to what it looks like uh, for a youth development work. So Boys and Girls Club is, is the first one we're going to look at. So the Boys and Girls Club is a nationally um, known organization in the United States that provides um, basically youth development services um, across the nation. And here is a corporate headquarters vision statement. Provide a world-class club experience that assures success is within reach of every young person who enters our doors with all members on track to graduate from high school with a plan for the future, demonstrating good character and citizenship and living a healthy lifestyle. So when you see or when you read that vision statement, it's very clear in your mind for the young people entering into the club headquarters expects three things. Okay, they're gonna be they're gonna come to a place where they're on track to graduate from high school with a, a plan for the future, you know, college or trade, vocational training as an example. They're going to demonstrate good character and citizenship. So maybe if they had antisocial behavior, they they're gonna make sure that they work on that and they're going to work on 
healthy lifestyle. So they're going to provide a good diet for them. Um, they're going to in- get them involved in physical activity, etc., etc. And if you look at uh, the Denver Metro Boys and Girls Club, they have uh, a separate vision statement which would feed from what they get from corporate. And it's, it's a one-liner. We believe all kids will have the opportunity to achieve their highest potential. When I was youth president at my local church in Arima, Trinidad and Tobago, I had a vision statement for my team. This was 2009. And it goes like this. We envision our young people to, one, live a life of dominion. Two, live as God's leaders in every sphere of influence. And three, have powerful prayer lives. So my uh, my theme or the concept at, at the time was uh, the dominion team. Uh, based on Genesis 1, 26 to 28. And we develop a vision statement from that. And and that gives you a, a three-pointer as to what we expected our, our young people to look like um, from the work that we were doing at the time. Let's look at world organization of the scout movement. So scouts are international. We have scouts in the Caribbean. We have scouts in America, in Europe. Yeah, you have scouts everywhere. So here, here's a vision statement from headquarters. By 2023, scouting will be the world's leading educational movement, enabling 100 million young people to be active citizens creating positive change in their communities and in the world based on shared values. So it's very clear they have a target. They want 100 million young people to be actively involved in the scouting movement and they, they, they have a specific uh, function that they would like to see the scouts um, engage in. Positive change in their communities and doing so with shared values. So they have shared values at the corporate level that they feed down and they hope to achieve this by 2023. So this, this is very laser focused because they have a, a this, it's time bound. So everyone has that, that ticking clock for 2023 and, I, and they're going to be have reports coming up and down the chain in terms of tracking this to see, you know, how are we going in terms of our, our achievement of this, this vision. My mentor, Dr. Miles Monroe, he said, vision is when you see it in your mind and begin to imagine it. Amazing. Let me say that again. Dr. Miles Monroe, he said this, Vision is when you see it in your mind and begin to imagine it. So, it's important for you, depending on the space that you are in, you know, to have a vision statement uh, that encapsulates what you're trying to achieve with the young people you're working with. Vision is the art of seeing what is invisible to others. That's, that's Jonathan Swift. So allow your, your mind to see what might be invisible to the young people who you're serving right now. Because based on where they're at, they may not see themselves as having the potential that you are, you are able to see. And that is why your vision is important uh, for them. Why is vision important? You need to have a vision for the young people who you're serving because it creates a a sense of direction for you and your work. 
You see, without vision, it's it becomes a, a sort of scattershot approach to youth work and youth development. And this applies not just to youth work, but this is what this podcast is about. Without a vision, you and your people are going to be like a leaf in the wind, lacking sense of direction and possibly just you know descending into chaos. And the young people you serve are, are going to find themselves in a place where they are unsure of where they fit in to the grand scheme of what's happening in, in this particular organization, whether it's the school, uh, the nonprofit, uh, the church, whatever organization that you're a part of, even your business. Let's say you have a business and you have a lot of young people um, working with your business. They are not going to be able to see, okay, how do I fit into the future of this company? What is the company's interest in me? Jeff Boss did a really awesome article on entrepreneur.com and he talked about the importance of vision statements uh, for organizations and I felt it, it was good to share with you today. Here's what he says. So a vision statement, according to Jeff, it does a few things and I agree with him. It's a guiding star. Yeah? You know a guiding star. It, it's, it's, it's like it's in the air it's shining bright and it's saying, come this way. It provides boundaries. So when you have a vision statement, that it, it, it sort of constrains you. If you re- remember earlier when I talked about the vision statement for the World Scout organization, and they talked about having 100 million young people by 2023. So they have a, a defined boundary. It is, listen, we need to get this done by 2023. This is not... Uh, something that we're going to procrastinate, we're going to dilly-dally on, we need to get this done. It can target the emotion which impacts behavior. Yeah, It could get to the heart. Some, sometimes a vision statement is so powerful that it could, it could trigger that emotional response. And by doing that, it, in, it impacts behavior. It demands growth. So in the vision statement I had as a youth president at my local church, one of the things that it demanded was growth because one of the statements was, listen, uh, our young people will have powerful prayer lives. So on the spiritual dimension, you need to be growing in order for that to happen. It enables curiosity and learning. And that happens on both ends because as this, the, the, the adult prov- providing leadership and care to young people, you have to learn how to navigate, and how to um, inspire the young people to achieve the particular dreams. But then it also creates a scenario where the young people are seeing, okay, this is how I could fit in this, this situation here. You know, the Boys and Girls Club, they're focused on making sure that people are on track to graduate. So that creates a sense of curiosity for the young person and for a sense of learning. You know what? These people believe in me that I could graduate. I'm going to put in some extra work. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make it happen. It supports difficult conversations because sometimes organizations get distracted, you know, with a lot of things that are not really important. And a vision statement gives you the framework where you could, you could have a, a, a one-to-one or a group team meeting and we could all agree, listen, we, we, we're going off course here. <clears throat> Someone could you know, 
raise the point and say, listen, based on the vision statement, we are off course. And it might be an uncomfortable situation, but we need to stop this pet project and get back to what we're doing. And finally, a vision statement empowers leadership. Because it gives you the authority to act, to pursue a particular end. Because I could imagine, for instance, at World Scout headquarters, knowing that they're bound by a particular goal, 2023, uh, they have now that sort of impetus to put pressure on each manager, each supervisor. This is where we're going at. We, we, we agreed 100 million and every month we're supposed to be growing the, 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 the movement by X number of persons. It's not happening. Why it's not happening? It just gives that sort of empowerment to leaders. So I hope that it encourages you. Remember them. It's by Jeff Boss. It's a guiding star. Vision is a guiding star. It provides boundaries. It can target the emotion, which impacts behavior. It demands growth. It enables curiosity and learning. It supports difficult conversations, and it empowers leadership. So I want to wrap. I want to wrap this topic up with some suggestions to you. Uh, maybe you're thinking about the organization that you're in right now, and in, uh, and you're thinking, okay, well, I have a vision statement, or maybe I don't have one, but I'm going to work on it. And how do I communicate that uh, and really connect the vision that I have for the young people? Um, how do I connect with them? so that they could see, okay, there is a future, there is a hope for you. Well, first thing I need to let you know is that you need to have an understanding of the resources in your organization. So let's say you have persons who are trained in communications, marketing, and business. Probably those three areas. Even English, probably. English English is, is good as well. You want to draw down on those kind, those persons. You want to have them close by. And you want to incorporate them into your planning process because you, you really need to develop a, a strategic plan for your organization, which is, you know, uh, entirely different um, as a whole topic by itself. But you need to have a plan that says, okay, what is my communication strategy um, what is my communications plan for uh, this organization that I am a part of? Okay, uh, I want to share with you a couple of things that you want to discuss with your people uh, in terms of uh, how to make that happen and just you know how to uh, make it successful. So, firstly, you want to tell a story. You want to tell a story that's compelling, that is relatable that is um, easily transferable. And by that, I mean it could be replicated. That's probably the better word. Because stories, stories sell, yeah? Stories uh, pull at heartstrings. Stories let people know, okay, 
this is an organization that I can connect with, that I can relate to. These people are, they are thinking about me, they are talking to me, they are speaking my language. So you want to tell a story that that basically is related to your ideal, your target youth, because every organization is targeting different, you know, categories of, of young people. And you want that story related to your vision statement. Remember, this is what we're talking about, to be compelling and it ne- it needs to draw them in to say, wow, yeah, this is my tribe. You want to use multiple approaches when you're telling this story. You know, the traditional social media approaches, depending on where you are in the world and your organization, it, you know, it's all going to be slightly different um, because if you're in a very, um, uh, in a space where the digital penetration is high, then you're going to have to consider literally every single platform out there, the TikTok, the Snapchat, the Instagram, Facebook, etc. But if you're in, if you're in a in a space where the penetration is lower, because there are places in the world where you know digital penetration is is lower, then uh, you're not burdened with you know considering a gazillion um, um, social media fr- um, fronts. Don't underestimate the power of one-to-one conversations. You know, just having one-to-one conversations, you uh, and the executive team. That should be a key feature of your work, especially in the early part of the year, where you're you're spread out and you're having one-to-one conversations. Now, depending on the scale of the organization, this is different. So, but it can it can work even in large organizations because then you know you have um, even more persons going on at these various levels. Uh, you 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 could have peers, for instance, doing that as well. The one-to-one conversations really focusing on sharing the vision and talking to the young person about what does it mean to them and how do they see themselves in 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 the mix or involved or impacted by uh, the vision statement. Find champions, find champions, and this is this is used extensively in in the corporate world where they use champions to to um promote, you know, change management um, activities and projects. Find champions who can, you know, oh, enable the cause. Now, today we, we use words like influencers. So it's the same thing. Um, but champions, influencers, same principle. But most importantly, be sincere. Be authentic. Yeah? Because young people can discern, you know, whether or not you're being, you know, authentic or not, whether or not you just, you know, you're doing it for, for the money. It's a concern I have for youth development in in countries, in larger countries uh, like North America and Europe because, for instance, in the Caribbean, you do a lot of youth work for free. You know, it's it's non-profit work is, is done basically for free. Um, it's you have to be careful if you're in a paid scenario that the persons who are working at all levels of your organization are not just working in the organization because it pays well. You understand? Because you could be the CEO of a youth development nonprofit in America and you could be making six figures, right? But do you really 
are you really, you know, sincere, authentic? Are you really passionate about young people? It could just be a job. Yeah, so you and and that could be that could be discerned, and you want to be careful about that. Ask and finally ask them what the vision means to them. Ask them how do they see themselves um, in, in in the vision. That could be done in your your one to ones or your your group your group meetings. John C. Maxwell he says this, and I want to end with this quote: "Good leaders must communicate vision clearly." creatively, and continually. However, the vision doesn't come alive until the leader models it. Let me say that again. Good leaders must communicate vision clearly, creatively, and continually. However, the vision does not come alive until the leader models it. So I've given you a lot to think about today, but I hope you're inspired and I hope you're motivated to continue the great work that you're doing. I hope that the podcast benefited you as it did for me. What stood out for me in this this episode was the thought about storytelling. I thought about, you know, my time as a youth leader, I could have used storytelling in a more profound way, in a more beneficial way. And I also thought about one-to-one conversations. I definitely use that a lot and I, I still practice that today, even in my time as a, a manager. Uh, I definitely use that and, and see the benefit of it. Please, if you want to stay in touch, I'm on social media. You can reach me on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter, Daryl Butkin. And on Facebook, it's Daryl D. Butkin. You'll find me there. And think about your strategy, uh, your your company. Do you have a, a vision statement? Is it applicable? Is it known? I hope you're challenged by something that was shared today, and you know that you're motivated to go and make some some tweaks in your own space where you're at. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much to my wife Akia, who bought me my podcast equipment, Carlisle and Carice Collins for their podcast consultancy. And you could check out their podcast, My Wife is a Therapist, on all platforms where you listen to podcasts. Uh, Daniel Miller, uh, my cheerleader all the way in Barbados. Uh, Carissa, uh, for, that's my sister, giving me some tips and help with the logo. Uh, Roy Ed, she's an all-around stage, queen of Dominica, living in Trinidad and Tobago, a beautiful soul. You could check out her business, Positive Mindset Inc. They do a lot of great work, uh, just really empowering people, educators, social workers, parents, uh, and youth. They, they do a lot of positive and empowering work. And to my brother Keelan for already pushing me to do the concept. Um, thank you so much, bro, and uh, encouraging me to do uh, focus on youth development. So I hope you had fun and uh, next episode we're going to talk about the need for youth development. 